Jingle, jingle, jingle. You will hear my sleigh bells ring. I am old Kris Kringle. I'm the king of jingling. Hold on to your chestnuts, everybody. It's the holiday season, and this episode we're watching Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer on The Showdown. So festive. Hey, everybody. Welcome again to the podcast. And as always, the showdown is recorded in front of a live dog and cat audience. My name is Cliff, and this is the podcast where I, a television idiot, dissect one epic TV series with a television expert. So, Colin, how are things in TV land today? They're warm. They're cozy. It's bright. Are you sure it's not a blizzard? Well, it's it's a blizzard outside, but inside we're warm and cozy. All right. Well, making seasons bright. We'll see about that. So we've got a very special uh, episode for everybody here today. Happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays. Uh, We've, uh, we'll be reviewing as, as has become our, our tradition here on our holiday episodes, not a TV series, but a special oh, yeah. for that holiday. And, and special it is. Oh, it's very special. So today's special, of course, is is the the classic Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Uh-huh. Uh, we'll have special guests later. I, I won't divulge who that is, but I think you'll want to stick around for <laughs> someone who might be very jolly. Oh, boy. It, but nonetheless, uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and, and talk about this, this special because, boy, there's a lot, there's a lot here. I'm excited. There's, I, 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 there's I a lot don't want to give away too much, but I will say I enjoyed we, it. We've reviewed things of this age before, but, you know, this one... Oh boy! So we'll we'll go ahead and get into it, I guess, without any further ado. So we can we can throw some of this stuff out here. I will do the show overview and talk a little bit about some of the some of the stats. But there's not a whole lot to it. Like I said, this is an older show. In fact, the air date for the first version of this special was December the sixth, nineteen sixty four, from the sixties. Ah. Truly, it is in color, just barely. Yep. Uh, and of course, it it's a special, so it's aired pretty much every every year, at least once a year. From 1964 until today. In fact, our rewatch that we chose to to watch was on its airing uh, this this year on CBS, is who mm-hmm. currently owns it. It's full of, of some rather strangely placed commercials for a yeah, show. Yeah, it, it was a little bit weird. Yeah, all things considered, for sure. So so the network dates are it was on NBC, it was owned by NBC, created by NBC in 1964, and ran with them until 1971, and then uh, CBS bought the rights and started airing it in 1972, and and up until the present is is where you'll uh, where you'll find it. It's a one-hour animated special. It's actually a little bit less than an hour. I think they they cut it with commercials, so it's probably about forty minutes. Forty minutes or so worth take. of <laughs> worth of content. Um, but but airs as an hour special every yeah. year. If you're listening to this podcast and you have not seen the special. Uh, I suspect you, perhaps you've never owned a television, uh, yeah, which would lead me to believe. TV before. Yeah, which is great. Welcome. Yeah. Uh, welcome to our Thanks. world. But nonetheless, this, this <laughs> for hopefully us. is something everybody's familiar with. Uh, yeah. But, but be- before we get there, uh, Colin, do you want to talk a little bit about uh, episodes and cast? Yeah, it's uh, one episode. Okay, yeah. got it. Yeah. <laughs> there Wait, let can. me write that down. <laughs> okay. Got it. Uh, cast is Burl Ives, Larry DeMann, Billy May Richards. Mm-hmm. Paul Stoles and Stan Francis. Mm, yeah, all all voices, of sure, course. Yeah, Burl Ives being the most famous, most famous of those. Yeah, if you, if sure. you 
could call it famous. I got a recognizable voice for yes. sure. It has a very yes. Christmassy uh, voiceover type of uh, oh, yeah. setup. Yeah. And uh, do you want to tell us the description for the show? Yeah, sure. So the description for the show is pretty short and simple. Uh, a misfit reindeer and his friends look for a place that will accept them. Isn't that all? Kind of what we're looking at. Isn't that kind of the description so, for every everyone's life, really? So deep. Aren't yeah. we all this misfit reindeer? This I don't want to jump ahead, but an allegory this is. It's a universal story. For sure, yeah. Yeah, the ratings are, uh, as you would expect, very, very high. IMDb gives it an 8.1. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 92%, mm-hmm. which is amazing. And then TV.com, 9.3. Yeah. So very well received by the popular community. Unfortunately, the critics community... Doesn't feel similarly. The show has won zero awards. How many Emmys does it have, though? Zero. None. None. Zero. None Emmys. Yeah, none Emmys. Huh. Yeah, I don't understand it either because okay. it's amazing. And also, what else did they have in those categories so that year? Critics hate Christmas. Apparently, that, they hate okay. Christmas. All right, all right. Well, any TV critics out there listening, feel free to. Apparently, <laughs> TV critics don't understand the feeling of being a misfit. And looking for their own, you know, wow. place that will accept them. Self-awareness, guys. Yeah. Look in the mirror. Wow. As Michael Jackson famously told us. <laughs> That's right. As a, a, Michael Jackson a hero of children. Said, look in the mirror. The world over. Yep. Okay. Oh, wait. Let's <laughs> move along. Just saying. Yeah, move along. If move you're along. looking for a children's icon, he was... Christmas. Okay. Sorry. No, you know, notable filming locations for the show... There were none because it's animated, of course, and so the it's, it's takes place in the uh, North Pole, imaginary North Pole, but uh, it's it's all claymation. What are we saying? I, this is I, exactly. I would say this is a combination of stop motion animation, including. Well, I wouldn't say it's claymation because I don't think it's clay, but certainly they use real figures and and stop motion animation to make it happen. Okay, all yeah. right. Uh, so the the top rated episode, of course, is the the only episode that exists. The one, yeah, yeah. You know, look, I'm going to go through yeah it's my paces. Very important. I want our listeners to know I I do my due diligence for everything that we review, even if it is completely useless. And so, yep. uh, so that's what you're going to get. So the yep. familiarity <laughs> disclaimer. I, I'm very familiar with this. I've seen this special. Many, many, many times growing up. I don't. I don't know if you were quite. I, I am sure I have seen it before. I don't think I had seen it in a very long time since the rewatch. Okay. I, I would say maybe not since my childhood. Certainly, I'm familiar with the the um, aesthetic and the iconography of it, mm-hmm. but I don't think I've actually, you know. Okay, it was sat down to watch it until this a, one. It was a big memory for me. Like yeah. I, I was a, perhaps a basic child. No, uh, you you're, might say. You're, you're I, I, I remember vividly in elementary school the kids all called me basic, Aww. which was weird because that term didn't exist were, back in the in the eighties. But you, you know, were ahead of your time. I was. I was. I <laughs> your was basicness was ahead basic of before it was not cool. Yep. It was also not cool back then. So, yep. <laughs> uh, you know, I should also mention. We we had our, our, our daughter watch this right, show with us as an experiment. Yep. Uh, I I will talk about this a little bit later. Perhaps I I lost a, an imaginary bet where I figured she would watch about two minutes of the show and she watched the entire thing. She loved it, which yeah. was amazing. And we'll we'll talk about some impressions that, that actually uh, were, were made on here later, which did not turn out so well. And we are struggling yes. to correct. Probably require therapy <laughs> a bit later on. But in case you out there are not familiar with this show, uh, we'll see if we can we can catch up a little bit in a segment we like to call theme song jukebox. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer had a very shiny nose, and if you ever saw it, you would even say it glows. All of the other reindeer used to laugh and call him names. They never let poor Rudolph 
join in any reindeer game. Then one foggy Christmas Eve, Santa came to say, Rudolph, with your nose so bright, all right, so we'll go ahead and shut it down there. I think everybody knows how this song yeah, goes. Yeah, they know the, how the song goes. The, the theme song, of course, is, is is the title song for the special, uh, and it's sung by Burl Labs, I believe. Is I think so, yeah. Who's singing that song, which is which is nice, uh, but not not particularly interesting. I, I think that song shows up in the beginning of the special and at the very very end as a as a closer. And if you don't know that song. Uh, I I would Welcome like to, to Planet tra- Earth. I'd Happy like to, birthday! Like to trade lives with you because <laughs> you have made it miss out on a lot <laughs> further along than I have. But but for now we got it. We got to put that away. Yeah. We got to be done with uh, with with theme song jukeboxes. Colin, it's time for a very important segment. Are you ready for your close up? Of course I am. All right, here we go. So close-ups is part of our show where we talk a little bit more in depth about our opinions upon re-watching the subject matter, which of course today is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I, I don't have a lot of notes. Again, it's only an hour's worth of content. I, yeah. I, I have about a page worth here. Nothing Same. particularly nice. Uh, Colin, would you, <laughs> wow, okay. would, you, would you like to start yeah, us off? I have a lot of nice things. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll start right at the top. We get, we get this snowman narrator. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I wrote him, Colonel Sanders, Snowman. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got a vest on. Sure. He's very fancily dressed. Mm-hmm. Um, and for some reason, he has an umbrella at the North Pole. Right. I don't understand Let's it. It's blocking the sun so he doesn't melt. <sighs> wow, know. this is going to be a long episode. Okay. <laughs> I did All not right. think we, of that. I thought perhaps. it was for the snow. This is why we have to communicate okay. more. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You know, snow melts. Never mind. You know what? Snow uh, melts we're in the along. sun when it's under freezing, yeah. but when it's freezing out, it doesn't matter how much snow there or sun there is. And that's not true at all. So um, <laughs> I used you were, to live in the north. Yeah, you were literally from the land of snow. So oh, okay. uh, it's, it's based on a on a real snowstorm. The, the special starts out as kind of a news clip, that's uh, right. kind of a news reel. That's right. That was weird. I forgot about that. Where there's some sort of emergent snow situation across the world. Well, it was a I very guess, foggy night on one Christmas. I Eve. don't know what fog has to do with a snowstorm, but it, it's a little bit of a stretch. But it, it starts out with like a newspaper. It, it recurred to me like for children, perhaps in the 60s this would work, but for children, a good way to capture their attention initially is probably not newspaper headlines <laughs> uh, strewn across the screen. But nonetheless, sure. that's how it starts off to kind of get everybody in the Christmas mood talking about uh, a weather emergency. That's right. Uh, and, then it, and then it jumps into your, your precious uh, unmeltable snowman, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Yeah. The other thing I noted is the you know it's it, this was made in the time of credits first TV mm-hmm. and movies right yep. there's kind of that weird phenomenon which feels out of place from where you see it now where all a lot of the credits are before the show actually sure. starts and so it kind of goes through that stuff and then it gets into it as opposed to more modern things the less credits the the better there's a cold opening yeah. and sometimes they'll show the title sequence then you get all the people that worked on it at the very end which in, in a way is not not great for the people that actually <laughs> yeah because they they scroll by it very quickly yeah but that's that's kind of how this one starts off but again for children's show you know reading probably isn't the <laughs> right. best way to, to get people although they do play the song and they have the nice trees with the with the presents and the Jewel tones. Yeah, that's it. Did start it's off beautiful. And then the first thing that struck me when the special actually starts is that these reindeer, Colin, they're living in caves. Yeah. Why are they living in caves? To stay warm. Do reindeer don't live in caves. I don't know where reindeer do they? live. Do reindeer live in caves? I don't know. Do deer live in caves? I don't think no, they do. No, deer don't live in caves. Bears live in caves. But, well, deer live in the, the woods. The abominable snow monster 
lives in a cave. He sure does. But I don't think deer live in caves. Well, in the North Pole and in the special, they do. They're okay. going to protect themselves from right. the wind somehow. Okay. All right, duly noted. Um, yeah, and, and you know, I, I don't know much about reindeer. So what? I, I w- Would you say it's the same amount you know about snowmen? Apparently. Okay. Yeah, All apparently. Right. <laughs> um, but one thing that I learned watching this uh-huh. is Rudolph is Donner's son. Yeah. Donner, the famous How reindeer, convenient. one of the eight tiny reindeer. Sure. Which I, I was weirded out by. I got to be honest. It was weird to me that, yeah. that, so Rudolph's name is Rudolph Donner. I don't know. Okay. So all the know. reindeer go by their last name. I don't understand the surname traditions of, of reindeer. Okay. I, all, all I know is Donner is, is a poor father. He's he is not a good father. Not a father no. of the year candidate He's disappointed in his son yeah, they don't, from day one. They don't look super hard for him when he goes missing for... No, they don't look for him at all. He's like, oh, I'm going to go find the him. The majority of his childhood apparently yeah. he shows up as like a i don't know there, there's a lot of questionable decisions being made in in this show um so one of the, one of the things i noticed here is you know overall i've seen this show as i mentioned a lot like i've seen the show uh, many many times i would say you know once a year give or take uh since i was born <laughs> uh-huh. uh and i don't remember the middle Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All I, I remember vividly, like almost line for line, the first third of the special uh-huh. and the last third of the special, uh-huh. the middle part, nothing. Wow. Yeah. And it's a, it's, a we, it's, it's a weird it's a weird gap in my in my memory. It was strange. I'm I'm uh, curious to see if anyone else familiar with this special out there has the same phenomenon. If it's just forgettable, or if it's <laughs> or if it's an attention span problem. I yeah, think. it might have been an attention span problem. I I will say I was a little bit. Overall, I was a little bit surprised about how not nice everyone was. Mm-hmm. Everyone was kind of a jerk to everyone else. It wasn't. It didn't seem to just be to Rudolph because he was different. Which, mm-hmm. hello, that's that's a terrible reason not to be nice to someone. Sure. I mean, come on, guys. It's 1964. Difference is what makes us America. Right. right. Um, but you know, they they only seemed to like R- Rudolph when he saved the day. Right. Yeah, it's hero worship. It's not a good lesson. Yeah, it was, it was, it's a it's a bad look for the North Pole overall. Well, I would agree with that. Yeah, I you know I think they I think they can all do better. Yeah, so I'll so I'll, I'll jump in. I'll move it along here. So so why are all I have a lot of questions by the yeah, way. Yeah. Why, why are all the elves yellow except for Herbie? Ooh boy, because Herbie's different. I wrote that Herbie looks like a preteen David Spade. Yes, he does. And Absolutely. He's the only he's the only one that looks like that. It's it's like a <laughs> it's it's a very Will Ferrell elf yep. situation. Except he's the same size, and I I just I have some because of Herbie's differences. I wonder if it's more of a learning about adoption type of deal as opposed to an elf just choosing to be something that... Well, frankly, I wondered that about Rudolph. Is Donner really Rudolph's father? I, father? Where a, did this red nose come from? scandal I'm not willing to... It's, it's not... It's it's more a question about genetics. Like, how do reindeer genetics work? And, you know, we don't we don't have... If there's one thing we love to talk about here on our, <laughs> on our ridiculous TV podcast, it's genetics. It's reindeer genetics. Uh-huh. Yeah, I just don't know how it works. Um, yeah, I... I I did notice that, of course, the Will Ferrell movie Elf was pulled almost directly mm-hmm. from the aesthetic of this show, which is which is great. I mean, I think that was their intention. Certainly, it's not sure. uh, unintentional, but mm-hmm. it, it was kind of fun to watch the original and, and remember somebody created this and mm-hmm. they did a great job because I, I found it aesthetically pleasing. Right. From what we can tell, an original story. Sure. Right? So it's, if from nothing the song, else, they, yeah. they took you right. They took the song and kind of created a kind of bizarre 
story. There's some, it, you well, know, they weird. took some creative license, not in a, in a, in a good way overall, but I, it's, you know, they went pretty far off the, off the beaten path. Yeah. When, when it came out that Herbie didn't fit in because he wanted to be a dentist, mm-hmm. I both loved it and was weirded out by it. It's such a, such an odd choice for a Christmas elf to want to be other than a toy maker. Right. I, I wrote down a note that says we're, we're dentists pariahs back then yeah, like i couldn't tell if it was like, like such a noble profession it feels like they chose dentist as like a oh what's the weirdest job we can think of and it's like you know it could have been anything like a dentist seems like a pretty normal profession like not only normal i would say dentist is one of the most necessary professions at the north pole where the primary diet consists of candy and cookies yeah i wonder if they kind of wrote it backwards later in the in the spoilers obviously for the <laughs> season but yeah turn it off if you don't want to hear spoilers yeah, for the later episode. yeah this is this is our commentary is not synchronized with the show right. itself the they they use the dentistry angle to have have him address the abominable snow monsters. That's right. Issue. Right. Abominable snow monster. I noted too. They don't call him the abominable snowman. Yeah. Cause he's a monster. They call him the abominable snow monster as our well, daughter reminded us. Maybe it's continues to get into to, her impression. I, I will tell you a little anecdote about her feelings on sure. the monster. I was, we were, we were preparing for her daycare's holiday gala and and she was singing her song and i sang rudolph the red-nosed reindeer Mm -hmm. and at the end of my rendition of it she reminded me that i forgot to mention the part where the monster came and ate all the people yeah so that's right so So to kind of skip to the to the the end here our our three and a half year olds only takeaway from this special upon watching it is that monsters eat reindeer. Right. And so every time she sees a reindeer, she, in a, in a pseudo panic, looks around for a monster that's, that's going right. to come and eat the reindeer. Right. And we sort of modified the ending of the story in that he was nice all along and just misunderstood. Right. And uh, so we, is not eating we, So we made a terrible mistake. <laughs> right. Uh, and that's, that's on us. Three and a half year old. That's on us. Uh, and we'll deal Although with that. Although she doesn't seem to be actually scared. It's not like she's waking up in the middle of the night afraid of him. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Fair enough. Yep. <laughs> so, so back to the special here. So another note I wrote is is the timeline. There's there's some part of the storyline that's dedicated to Rudolph being born. A, a baby, yeah, he's born a, a right at the beginning. Baby reindeer. Yes. And then almost Newborn. immediately can walk and talk and goes into training and is like well, Maybe it's like dating. Where they are born and then they stand up instantly. I guess I wrote Rudolph dating at one month, question mark. <laughs> like it feels very, I don't know if it's just a yeah, question of. Yeah, they kiss of, later too. Yeah, it's disturbing uh, yeah. to me. I, I'm, I was I was a little put off by the uh, the, the age of these reindeer seemingly and, and how, you know, they're they're all of a sudden grown up reindeer and they're doing manual labor and they're, you know, it's weird. Well, I will say that that brings up one thing that I really liked about the show. One is that uh, Comet is the coach of the young reindeer. Mm-hmm. And at one point he notes that his job is to make bucks out of them. Yeah. Which I thought was very charming. Yeah. Which, which is so side question. So uh-huh. is are, are we in a, in a world where the female reindeer, the reindeer, Raindo? I, I, <laughs> Raindo. It sounds Write it down, it Colin. Wrong when yep. you say nope. it like I, that. I, I, it's rain-do? happening. Okay. The Raindo are are not allowed to train and pull the sleigh and so, play well, reindeer games. So so I wrote this down. I, I had I was always under the impression that at Me least too. roughly half of Wait, them no, were right. women, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, maybe not that. Yeah. You know, see her, maybe? Is, Them two? Is, yeah, okay. Do, do two? Okay. <laughs> it's, 
<laughs> Doe too. Um, so I always thought that that at least half the reindeer that that were part of the original eight were women. For example, Vixen, I understood to be a female reindeer, but apparently not. It doesn't seem like it. Does not seem like it. Yeah. All of the reindeer go by their last names, and there just aren't significant yeah. female characters in this show. Right. So not 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 making excuses, but the show was made in 1964. Right. They didn't and have 1964. In it was well, well, as far as as far as the people writing the show were concerned. Oh yeah, absolutely. They did not. They so were not yeah. So I, I, there's you know, it's it, it, and it's been pointed out. We'll you know we'll we'll sort of address this, but we can go ahead and kind of it's. The older this special gets, the more every year it comes around, you see chatter on the interwebs and some different places about the problems of the story. Uh-huh. And it, it, this is one of those things, right? Yeah. So it's kind of, you know, it, it seems to be a favorite subject of, it, mostly satirical, but people that kind of point out, you know, they keep airing this thing and they're... The story is the story. There's yep. a lot of parts about it that are like, I don't know if that's yeah, it. Yeah, kind of messed up. Uh, yeah. I will say one one meme I have noticed this year is that apparently male reindeer lose their antlers in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. So apparently, according to, again, reindeer biology, which is actually the sub-subject of this <sighs> podcast, the, the eight tiny reindeer pulling the sleigh should be, based on biology, female reindeer. Okay. If you, uh, Hashtag sure. her. That's, yeah, possibly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what the meme says, uh-huh. Cliff. Great. It's a yeah. meme. Yeah. So you know it's right. Yep. <laughs> it has to be. We get most of our... Our, our news and information from memes yeah, that's here true. on the showdown. Uh, one other thing I would like to enter into the discussion is mm-hmm. that the mean reindeer have New York accents. Somehow. Do they? Oh, I didn't know. Oh, yeah. When they're kind of bullying him, you yeah. know, calling, laughing and calling him names, they, they have little New York accents. Oh, they're like, like hey, look at this yeah. guy over here. They're like, the, the, <laughs> they're like the bad kids from the Newsies. Exactly. Yeah. That's, <laughs> Which yeah. is kind of awesome. I'll throw out a real specific <laughs> reference there that no one will appreciate. But yeah, the, well, fans of the Newsies will. Yeah. All you Newsies heads out there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so I, I, so in kind of in that vein, I guess, and we're talking about the, the, the bullying that happens, there's a, there's a bullying theme in here. There's a lot of, a I lot mean, of that's the premise subjects. of the show. It, it, I wrote in the context of Santa Claus, flying and talking animals, is a glowing nose really that weird? Like people right? see his nose Thank right up you. and they freak out a little bit. Like it's it's the you know like they've seen a ghost. And I'm like, well, you're all talking animals. Yeah, and also and you can fly. Everybody's different. Guys. There's some elves over there, and it's not it's not worth getting upset about. Talking toys can all toys talk? Like I don't. It's just a. I don't know. It's it was, weird. Well, and and I'll even put forth the the notion that maybe everybody else is just jelly. Okay, we're gonna let's move along. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. All right we're just, yeah, we're gonna. I thought it was funny. Apparently, you did not. We're gonna keep on. It's going cool. There. He's got like a light up red nose. That's cool. Well, That's way cooler. Well, of course, than... we know that now. Okay, I'm just yeah. saying they in, shouldn't have thought it was dumb. They should have been. In the context of history, we know that. But, That's right. Hindsight you know. is 2020. Okay. Especially when you have a red nose lighting your way. <laughs> the jokes are gonna keep coming, so you better get used to them. Let me know when the jokes start. <laughs> okay. And I'll. All right. Uh, one more thing I wanted gonna, to note. I'm take my headphones uh, looking, off. I'm trying to move us along uh-huh. here. One more thing I wanted to note. Santa's eyebrows are just cotton balls. Yeah. I like that. True that. I'm just really excited about that. True that. So, I, I, so another note I wrote here is, is uh, you know, the, the misfit toys. 
Let's talk about those misfit toys. Love them. Uh, Love them. I identify with all of them. So they're misfit toys laying out the idea that they were toys that nobody wanted. Well, they're toys that were made for some purpose and are either mistakes or were toys that nobody wanted. But the examples of toys, like there's a cowboy riding an ostrich. Yeah. There's a water gun that shoots jelly instead of water. Awesome. Want that. It's it's a stretch for misfit toys. Like who would make a, like that's not a mistake. That's just a random assembly of. Somebody wants that. No. Well, I mean, the one that I remember is the uh, train with square wheels, Mm -hmm. which is not very efficient. That's just not going to work. Right. Like I don't think that's like, if it were like, if it were a train missing a wheel. Okay. Yeah. But a train with square wheels. Broken toy. You're a broken toy. Okay. <laughs> so, sorry. I got weird. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, there, I mean, there will I think be personal it, attacks. Sure. It's the holiday season. And I that's think, what I we think, do. but I think that's kind of the point of the, of the show, right? Mm-hmm. Is that they, they fit in somewhere. Somebody wants them. Somebody wants to play with those toys. I guess. Somebody so that, likes weird toys. Maybe, we like weird stuff. That leads me to my next topic. All right. Here we go. So the misfit toys end up getting picked up by Santa at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. And just dropped over the ocean. Yeah, like he the just starts throwing them out, the toys out over the, the Atlantic <laughs> Ocean. I, I wrote mercy killing question mark. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like they're just tossed oh. over the side into That's the in, like they just yeah. they're at the bottom of the That's really sad. The, of the Pacific right That's now. That's really messed up. Well, that's what happened. And it's like a dark you know, I it's it, like they're still alive down there somewhere oh in theory. God. Okay. They've been down there since nineteen sixty four. And someone needs to go help them. Can we get like James Cameron and his super sub or somebody to dive down there and That's a great idea. We'll have an old lady narrate Mrs. That's, Claus probably. That's, that's a that, great idea. The old lady from Titanic is kinda like Mrs. Claus. She is kinda like Mrs. Claus. They're the same age. I, I mean they're just both old. A million. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. 84, I think. Burn, Titanic lady. Okay. <laughs> Rose, is that her name? Yeah, her name Rose, is Rose. You know coming her at name. you, Rose. You know her name. Yeah, I tell her Never to. Never let go. I tell her to come at me, but her jitterbug doesn't have a Twitter app. So the, so another note I, I wrote here is. What is wrong with you? I don't know. I'm angry about Titanic. Okay. <laughs> Rudolph ghosts his only friends. And then just grows up over the course of thirty eight. So, so his, so the story really just to, it's there's nothing, nothing, nothing complicated about it. But the right. story is, Rudolph uh, is a reindeer, and then he shows up. He's ready to train and run in the sleigh. His nose glows. Everyone Kids make out. fun of him. Yep. He meets Herbie, who wants to be a dentist, and they sing him out of the workshop. Yep. And they run away. Yeah, I, I would like to interject. He met a girl who was like, "No, your nose is fine. I think it's cute." Uh, yeah, she's into it. Clarice. Clarice is that particular. She's got her nice, fancy old lady voice. Rando's name. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, and so they run away. She likes him. Why did he run away from her? I don't know. So, in they get chased by the abominable snow monster. They yep. meet a character named uh, Yukon Cornelius. That's right. With uh, his red who beard. I'm going to talk a lot about later. Okay. Uh, and they escape him over the ocean to yep. the island of misfit toys. Yep. They meet the toys. Everybody's sad. Right. They're just going to live there forever. And right. Rudolph is afraid that the abominable snow monster will see his nose yep. and just ghosts them. It's like in the middle of the night, literally. Yeah, he leaves. Like leaves their he cabin. Leaves. He actually leaves the door open just, too, which yeah, was irresponsible he's, he's it's really, very cold out. He's kind of a jerk. So, oh, uh, yeah, so he and wanders the snow forest for... I guess he makes it home. It's um, very strange. Well, he, yeah, he leaves we an adolescent slash baby reindeer... And shows up full antlers. Oh, yeah. It's a classic the, the, the narrator's yeah. like, a special thing happened while he was out in the forest. And Winter then he just shows puberty. up. He's like, now he's an adult. And <laughs> listen how deep his voice is. I'm Rudolph. Like the, 
it, so, it is a special time in a young reindeer's life. It's not that special. So, okay. um, and and then he's just there, and so I don't understand the timeline because it doesn't. So I I think it's meant to be over several years. I don't think so because he gets back to the cave, and they're like, "Your parents aren't here. They've been out looking for you." Okay. Well, again, not to get back to our major subplot of reindeer biology, we don't know know how long reindeer puberty lasts. Apparently, like a oh, week. Like a couple days, yeah. Yeah, so anyway. Maybe it does, we don't know. It was weird. And so then his friends show up and they're like, oh, we were worried about you. Yeah. And it's just, it's it's like the special last... Special thing happened to him in the forest, man. Like I don't the, know what the, you want me to the say. The last 10 minutes of this special are just like... Chaos. Bam. Like yeah. they're just like they 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 like ran, you're an they adult ran out of writing and time. Your parents are in trouble. Like I feel like the original ending for this was like twenty pages and they've turned it in. They're like, you need this is this we need a paragraph. Right. And let's <laughs> let's let's move this along because the budget got cut. Right. And you know, Burl has to He's good. move on to his next job right. as as a you know, pitch man for Vic's vapor rubber, whatever <laughs> okay. it is that he's doing. Right. Uh and there you go. Oh, remember one of the other Misfit toys, sorry that we've got it on in the background, was Charlie in a box. Not Jack in the box, so, Charlie in a so box. So terrible. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. uh, so those were all the notes I had That's about this That's all the notes thing. I have. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Okay, all right. Well, then let's let's go ahead and wrap up close-ups because I, we got it. There's some, there's some hot takes that are about to get... About to get real. You're gonna melt that snowman. I can tell you right now, there's no umbrella wow. that's gonna save him from this. So uh, we'll have the showdown orchestra play us out of close-ups here. Here we go. Now it's time for our most unpopular take. Let's get over dramatic. All right, this is the part of the podcast where we're going to say something that's going to ruffle some feathers. Hmm. It's going to get us sent to the island of misfit toys. Okay. It's going to be unpopular or Colin, you know unexpected. We are the island of misfit toys. I, know, I, I hate know to. We are. I hate to you bring know it what? to you. I I don't feel bad about that. It's 2018. I'm proud of it. I am who I am, and those who mind don't matter, and those who matter don't mind. Uh, okay, I don't even know what you just said. So, okay. uh, so would you would you like to go for? I have a feeling our overdramatic takes are going to be pretty similar. Uh, they might be. I don't know. Mine's mine's kind of specific. I I was genuinely surprised. Santa's a jerk. Okay, he's a jerk. Yeah, he's part of the problem. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be the best of us. Yep. He's supposed to be accepting and loving, and you know, understanding. Mm-hmm. But he's the one who, who more so than anyone, is like, "Was this guy have a red nose? Get out of here!" Yeah, I, I, a red nose. I, I, I agree. He's a jerk. Uh, it's you know, it's down with the patriarchy. I agree. Right? He was. Santa reminded me of. Cotton balls he's, out of here. he's a real Harvey Weinstein type of guy. Oh my god! <laughs> That's what I think. I am in no way associating those two. So, no, I am not yeah, calling Santa uh, that. You know what? That is a very different situation. Maybe we'll get a chance to ask him later. I am not going to ask him that. Okay. I do not. Well, we'll I see. do not think those Look, are the two same Colin, things. Colin, you're a journalist. I it is don't your think job. I am. Yeah, you're a two television okay. journalist. It's it's you're gonna have to ask. All I'm saying is he wasn't very nice to someone who was different, which is very different than what Harvey Weinstein did. Okay, well, okay. <laughs> in some ways yes, and in some ways no. Okay, uh, uh, let's move on. So I I wrote my dramatic take is similar. I was a little more forward about it. I wrote Santa is a megalomaniac. Okay. He needs to be taught a lesson. Wow. A tough lesson. Yeah. A Christmas lesson. How would he like it if people weren't nice to him just because he was different? I don't know. He's. I think people, he's used to, he sits on a throne. That's right. Right, think about it. He That's thinks right. he's the He's the king of, of you know, the king in the north. Okay. That's, way, that's a different show. Sorry, that's a different show. <laughs> well, it's also interesting that he's he's supposed to be the moral compass of the world. He's got this list of who's good 
who's naughty. Right. And who's nice. Mm -hmm. And he's got to check it twice. Yeah. And he can be everywhere at once all of a sudden. He's always watching. Omniscient, you might say. There's some, I'm just telling you, there's some crossover here. It's, It's unsettling to think someone who has that much power over us is so not understanding about difference. Right. Well, I think he learns a little bit in the course of this special. I should hope so. Right. I, I think, you know, there's some some lessons being taught. But the final note I wrote in my overdramatic uh, setup here is Long Live Krampus. Wow. Yeah. I, you wow. know, I got to right. tell you, we haven't mentioned him yet or her. We don't really know the, the well, you know, I don't the, think it's a, it's a setup of binary. Yeah. Krampus, whatever, however he chooses to. Or she, or they, hey. identify. Yeah, sorry. I'll, I'll, <laughs> Whatever it is. I'll get there eventually. So, uh, but, you know, Krampus... It's misunderstood. I think Krampus has it right. I think he's got some good ideas, I and I think Krampus, we should listen to him. I think him. Krampus has it right. If you're, if you're bad for Krampus, you don't just not get a toy. You get... Krampus. Dragged into the underworld. It's <laughs> extreme. Yeah, well, that's, that's you know, that's how yeah, it goes. And if in, in the, the, the surviving Krampus is about being wily and resourceful. Right. Yeah. And not just about, you know, making sure I do all my homework. That's right. Like anybody can do all their homework, but can you set traps a la Kevin McAllister okay. for a Krampus type figure? I would also argue, now that I'm thinking about it, just stream of consciousness here, that Home Alone is a version of the story of Krampus. I would agree with that. Yeah. I yeah, think, I think, uh, I think Daniel Stern and Joe Pesci are d- different polar. Uh, personality points of the being that we call sure, Krampus. The ego and, and the id, yeah. Kevin McAllister really is all of us. Super ego. Trying aftershave uh, and assaulting burglars. That's right. Right? Um, could have just the coming of age story. run away and gone to the police, but chose to physically assault those two gentlemen until they were barely alive. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. We Tune remember. In. Never forget. Never forget. <laughs> Tune into our new podcast. Talking Krampus. Talking Krampus. Yeah. Oh man, I would. I have a lot to say. I mean, let me tell you. Yeah, that's <laughs> that is great, that is a never-ending series. All right. Uh, so, anything else you want to add about Santa? Yeah, I will say I think that he deserves some coal that year. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, I don't know how that year's different from every year wow. with okay, him just sitting on his throne of lies and deciding whether or not children get toys. It's, anyway, sorry, I digress. <laughs> Uh, so we'll go ahead and, and, uh, and wrap up over dramatic here. Uh, and we'll, we'll take a quick break, but don't go away because when we come back, we're going to hand out some awards and pass some judgment. Hey everybody, this is Cliff, your TV idiot. And this is your television expert, Colin. And we're here to tell you all about our pre-award-winning podcast called The Showdown. We know you love TV. We do too. And we're not here to judge how much. So to feed your craven addiction, we'll explore one amazing all-time TV show on every single episode. This episode, we're watching Home Improvement. We're watching Bachelor in Paradise. Low Deck Mediterranean. Gilmore Girls. We're watching Mr. Ed. Friends. The Curse of Oak Island. We're watching Unsolved Mysteries. The Golden Girls. Family Matters. True Blood. We'll talk trivia, play games, rate, and of course, throw down some very questionable opinions. The show is a is a murderer. Robert Stack's trench coats have everything. Shoulder pads, <laughs> buttons, lapels, earth tones. Yeah, they're incredible. Well, four hooves and a mouth is like five fingers, right? If you think oh about boy. it. So okay. it's like it's like a one-handed surgeon. Okay. Don't think about it too yeah, hard. It, it would right, totally work right. though. Yeah. I, look, if if I needed emergency surgery and the only physician available were Mr. Ed, I would let him operate. Okay. The answer is always more, more ghosts. ghosts. <laughs> You're purporting that Mr. T is the charismatic element of the A-Team? 
He's the only one well, I know. Why don't you just say Murdoch for that? No, you know what? Stop. Okay. So listen to the showdown on any service where fine podcasts are available and channel surf over to our website for more surprises at www.showdownpodcast.com. See you soon. And we're back on the holiday episode of the showdown. All right, Cliff, do you have your fancy Christmas sweater on? Yeah, you know I do. I know, I can see yeah, it. It's, it's got, lighting it's, up uh, and everything. It's got lights on. Yeah, it's great. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get gussied up. It's Dundee time. All right, on this very special holiday edition of the Dundies, we're going to hand out some very special Christmas and other holiday episode awards. Mm-hmm. Cliff, would you like to start us off with the best Dundee? I would, yeah. So mine was easy. Mine was was a no contest. In fact, as soon as this character showed up on screen, I immediately <laughs> okay. remembered how I have patterned my life oh, as a I young child. That, yeah. uh, and I, you know, it, it think a lot of things came to focus for me. Great. Really, as a as an adult now, yeah. a, a, adult type person. So <laughs> uh, my best goes to Yukon Cornelius. Yep. I think to nobody's surprise, uh, I wrote mustache for days. Yeah, and it moves when he talks which is something we should all aspire to have. We should all have giant long mustaches <laughs> that when we talk just kind of moves on its own yep. and does its own little puppet show. Yep. Uh, the only drawback that I, I wrote, which, you know, again, I, I, I love Yukon Cornelius. He's helpful. Uh-huh. He's helping strangers. He's, he's, you know, he's a hero. He's, he's the real hero I would, this, I would agree with that. Of this, uh, of this special, I mean, Santa's, you know, come on, Santa's nothing oh, compared boy. to Yukon Cornelius. The only thing, I, the only thing I wrote down is, is why does he have a gun? I was weirded out by that too. He, he's just that got a, he's just nineteen sixty four. He's just got a there. six shooter yep. stuck in his belt. I mean, he doesn't use or reference. It's just kind of a accessory. Well, what's interesting is that he doesn't pull it out when they encounter an right? actual threat with, yeah. in the in the abominable snow monster. Right. Yeah, I you know, it was it Which is I, good. I mean, I guess that wouldn't fit in a children's story. I guess. Yeah, I think it's it's kind of a it's a cowboy thing. Sure. Right, but it was weird that like in a in a children's special for for small children, not even for like, yeah. you know, for for preteens, but for smaller children, there's a character that's just got a gun I mean, sticking it, out of his belt. Yeah, it's I mean, it's honest. It's, it's, that character would have a gun. Fine. It's just odd. Like it's yeah, it's, it's, it's like a big silver thing. It's like just sitting there the whole time. It's, you know, it's a it's a little nerve-wracking, I think, probably for Herbie and Rudolph, where they're like, well, this guy seems cool, and we're going to get eaten by the snow monster if we don't get on this iceberg and go with him, but he's packing heat. Like, what's, <laughs> what, are, we, are we getting ourselves into a worse situation? As it turns out, they're not, and yep. Yukon Cornelius is an amazing, uh, wonderful gift to the world. Right. But, you know, again, some, some mystery there, I guess you might call it. Yeah, it is fascinating. I mean, 2018 version of this show would not have that. Maybe, you know, if something just occurred to me, maybe he's a cop. Maybe, he maybe be, he's, maybe he's off duty, he you know, park, maybe he's off duty park ranger. Well, he's a, we he's don't a, know. He's a we prospector. Don't know. He's on vacation. Maybe he's not a prospector. Well, that's maybe that's a hobby. Gold and silver. You're right. It, it was a very, a very Deadwood turn when he's like tasting the ground off of his pickaxe <laughs> looking for, as they say in one of my favorite television shows, Deadwood, the color. Yep. He's definitely got that uh, 49er attitude. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's so, here so to make some money. Oh yeah. So what was your best? Uh, my best is going to be probably very predictable or, or however you want to call it. The award for best Dundee goes to the production and animation, all the production design, just the entire aesthetic of the whole okay. show. I mm-hmm. think, I think it's so 
unbelievably beautiful. It's so well executed. It has such a specific voice and style and it set the tone for, you know, a half century of Mm -hmm. a very specific Christmas aesthetic, which I think is beautiful and I love it. And it's, it, I mean, just watching it is so nostalgic. I think so. Yeah. I just loved it. It's, I think it's kind of gone through that cycle of when it came out, it was new and then it probably went through a period in like the 70s and 80s, I would imagine, of being like it felt old. And yeah. now it's kind of come full circle back into the world of like kitsch and nostalgia. Right. And, and a, to speak to that, like you said before, our three and a half year old sat down who has access to the, you know, all this modern entertainment and she's watching Pixar films and everything else that's going on. Stuff that's like bright and flashy and their songs and they put all this effort into kids entertainment. She was glued to the screen for this yeah. thing, which says a little bit about the the longevity of, of the specials. I would agree with you. I think they yeah. they did a good job. I like it, but I, I think just objectively its effectiveness as like a kid's special holds up pretty well. Yeah, and, and just the design of it is just is just perfectly executed. The the jewel tones meet pastel is just oh. I just love it. I just love it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. I loved it. I can't can't deny it. All right. Uh, tell me about your worst Dundee. Okay. All right. I'm going to tell you about my worst Dundee. Is it the, the exact same thing? I no. just gave the back. Okay. Uh-uh. All right. You know, I, my, my worst is Clarice. Wow. Yeah. I, oh, I, I wrote, and I'm a little afraid to uh, to say this, but this is what I wrote down. I wrote, she a thirsty D. Oh, <laughs> this D is stands a for, for dough. for children. She a thirsty dough. I know, but this is a podcast that... Potentially has children in the audience. She got the thirst. Rudolph, you know, uh, that's why they call him the thirst quencher. No, so that's not a thing. It is. That's not no, a thing. No, they do. They call him Gatorade no, uh, now. So, they do not. Um, yeah. <laughs> So I wrote, I wrote, she's stalking him. She's got she's like, she's definitely, she's got him. ready to go serenades. The woodland creatures at some point join in. There's choreography. Like there's a lot of effort happening to try and impress this one baby deer really with a glowing, like good for, for all of them, but it, it was, it felt desperate. Well, think about it from her perspective. She lives, oh, in, I have. she lives in the North pole. Mm-hmm. All of these other reindeer mm-hmm. are the kind of people who would laugh and call Rudolph names. That's true. And so she's dealing with a lot of, no, that's not a word I can use on the, the, the F boys, you uh-huh. know? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> B O I Z. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh-huh. Um, the, that, you know, she, <laughs> she's dealing with that. And then this guy comes along. He's oh, different. If, if right. Our, if our podcast had a different rating style, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that would Sorry, be an amazing <laughs> description for that group <laughs> of reindeers. <laughs> explicit version of this episode. Dirty but, blank boys. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, <laughs> That's what she's been dealing with. And she she yep. meets this guy who's got this nose. He looks different. Yeah. He acts different. Yeah, that's great. I don't blame her. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah. It, just, it felt, uh, you know, it, felt, it just felt a little desperate. She definitely it felt like came she's on a, strong. Is, 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 I'm, not, I'm, I'm not completely sure on this term, but would she, would she, would she be called a trap queen? No, is that? I, I also is her is her cave what we would call so. a trap house? No, I don't no, think so. I, you know, I we, what's she gonna trap him for? He doesn't have any money. I think she's a trap queen. Okay, so yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure I'm right on that. Well, right, if, if, please go at, at the showdown six at us uh, with your thoughts oh, about boy. Clarice being uh, either a, a thirsty D or or a trap queen. So what was what was your worst column? My, my worst fits right into this conversation mm-hmm. is the North Pole's views on women. Well, yeah, because they do not get to do anything interesting in this show, which is disappointing. Yeah, and I always thought that they were at least some of the reindeer, but apparently not. Okay. Yeah, it was disappointing. I and you know I understand it was 1964, and certainly things have come a long way since then. 
but I have to be honest about how I feel that mm-hmm. at the time that was unacceptable. Yeah, that's I, I would agree with you. It's definitely Even Mrs. Claus. It's kind of a. It's a very Mad Men aesthetic as far right. as the time goes. I, I think right. that, that there wasn't even true. a Peggy. <laughs> yeah, who was? Who would be the Peggy of, of Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer? Clarice, probably. She's the only one who has. I guess. Lines. I, I think it's Herbie. I think Herbie. Okay. If we're yeah. if we're kind of crossing sure, yeah. the, the I, you know, gender lines, specifically pick a female. Character yeah. I, well, yeah. So we'll see. I, I think that makes. I think that makes. Um, so yeah, I think yeah, that makes Yukon Cornelius, Roger Sterling. Sure. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Don Draper's Santa, or is uh, Don is Donner Don Draper? Oh, like does could, does like do. has kids but doesn't really care about them. Yeah, it's daughter. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we'll we'll work all that out Fair later. Enough. Perhaps yeah. we'll we'll put that up on the on the website. A yep. full translation <laughs> of how the characters from the Christmas special Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer translate into uh, the Mad Men cast. Yep. Uh, so with that said, uh, we're gonna we're gonna move along here. Uh, but Colin, I'm I'm really excited. We have. Uh, we have a, a special guest slated for. Yeah, do you know when he's arriving? I I, I don't. He okay, was su- well maybe we'll just riff for a minute until he arrives. He was supposed to be. He was supposed to be here pretty soon. Hopefully he'll uh, he'll arrive. <gasps> oh boy, I hear something I outside. I heard something yeah, too. I hear it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna when he walks up I'll go uh, and let him in. But this will be our our expert testimony, so we can get some outside opinions before we offer our final scores on that. Sounds the- great. Oh, that's it. All right. I'm going to go. I'm going to go okay. let him in. Hang on. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, Cliff is going to go get the door. <laughs> we're going to we're going to see who's at the door. Hey, who is it? Oh, oh, oh. What? Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh, oh. How do these headphones Santa. work? Oh, there we go. Santa. Oh, my goodness. Hello, Colin. Hello, Santa. It is such a pleasure to meet you in person. It's you know, wonderful I've, to be here. I've written you so many letters. I've never received them, but <laughs> okay. thank you so much for having well, me today. I, I, I mean, this is just incredible to have such a, a true true celebrity a truly honored guest oh, oh please you're embarrassing yourself That's okay. <laughs> fair enough my publicist right. said i had 15 minutes oh, okay. oh please feel free to ask me anything you like all right well thank again thank you on behalf of the showdown for being here thank you for everything you do for the children of the world oh, oh happy to do it excellent uh so so let's go ahead and get started um just to start us off what exactly are your familiarity credentials for today's subject rudolph the red-nosed reindeer well I, that's a great question colin i'm i'm actually in the show as you might be aware if you've that, seen it yeah. I, it's one of my many starring appearances amongst christmas specials and I do enjoy a little bit of fame and, and like to carry a message of good cheer here in this holiday season for all the children of the world. Well, that's beautiful. That's wonderful. Oh, 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 that's, oh. It's lovely. Uh, so um, then before we get into our questions, do you want to give kind of an opening statement or just any kind of broad generalization you want to start with? I would. Yes, of course. <laughs> Thank you for asking so much. Oh, oh, oh. Merry Christmas! That's it. You That's, just it. Christmas. That's it. That's it. That's wonderful. Oh, that sounds oh, great. Oh. All right. Well, I don't. I don't. I just want to start with the elephant in the room. You know, I, I. I'd like to address the recent allegations of discrimination in the workplace amongst your elves. You know, I know it's not necessarily your workshop isn't necessarily known for diversity and inclusion. I just wondered if you wanted to um, comment for our listeners. Oh, oh, that's a that's a very interesting question, <laughs> there, little girl. I, I, 
I, please don't call me little girl. I'm, I'm an adult woman. Well, we'll see. That sure. may speak into this lawsuit that I'm, I'm pending. And I'm, I'm not legally allowed to disclose <laughs> okay. a lot about what's going on. But I, I can say this. All of the elves at my, at my workshop have signed uh, non-disclosure agreements okay. and contracts that allow me to have them work for me over the course of the year and build toys for all the boys and girls of the world. And they know what they got into. Ho, 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 ho. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that's, if that's your statement, that's great. We'll, we'll move on. Let's switch gears. Uh, now, we love TV here at the showdown. Um, in your free time, you know, say December 26, mm-hmm. uh, what's your favorite TV show to oh, watch? Oh, that's an interesting question, little girl. I, you're full of questions today. <laughs> that's amazing. So I, I, think my, I think my favorite television show has to be a show, I don't know if you've heard of it, called Bachelor in Paradise. Okay. Oh, 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 are you familiar with that particular I show? I am. I actually love that show. Really? Yeah, oh, it's oh, fascinating. It's um, amazing. Do you it's, have a favorite actor or character on the show? I, I don't. I find the show very easy for me to watch because I know that all of the children on that show will never get toys as long as they ever <laughs> live. And so it's a lot of stress relief for me to watch something and not have to worry about judging the children of that show because they are all fairly evil. Okay, so they're all on the naughty list. That's correct. Oh, and the right. head of that naughty list, of course, is is Chris Harrison. Okay. <laughs> if only he knew the transgressions that he has committed upon the world, he would probably try and change his tune so okay. we could get back on the nice list, but no, alas. Okay. That sounds great. Oh, um, oh, oh, oh. So uh, we noticed in the special, Mrs. Claus calls you Papa. I wonder if you could tell us how you came about the nickname Papa. Oh, oh that's a that's a very private question, Colin. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know if I would be allowed to disclose the, sure. the origin of that nickname with your listeners because it's, it's not exactly G-rated in the okay. world of Santa. But <laughs> right. Let's just say this. Me and Mrs. Claus have a very healthy relationship. Okay. Oh, 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 that's oh, great. oh. I'm glad to hear that. Um, now, this year, what have you found is the most popular toy for the holiday season? Oh, I don't, I don't know what the most popular toy is, Colin. You, I, the elves make the toys. I just put them in the chimneys. Okay. Am I expected to know all of the toys that I'm? It's millions of toys, okay. Colin. Well, that's How good. How could I possibly be expected to know? So you don't check in on the elves I to see what they're making. No, or? I trust them to make whatever it is. I put a bowl of water and some food in a corner. <laughs> And they fill up my bag, and then I have to fly around the world to deliver toys. I don't know what's in the bags. What about when children That's are sitting ridiculous. on your lap and telling you what they want? I'm, it's, it's lip service. <laughs> okay. That's, that's harsh. Oh, that's disappointing oh, 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 for all the oh, boys and oh. girls. Well, it's like a placebo. I want them to feel good about what it is okay. they're asking. All right. Well, that's that's surprising to hear. But, you know, it's your business, so I'll, I'll oh, let you oh, do it. I appreciate sure. that. Uh, okay. Well, finally, how is Herbie's dentistry practice doing these days? Oh, Herbie, I remember from this special. It was not so long ago that Herbie was fixing teeth and doing his, his dentistry practice up in the North Pole. Unfortunately, uh, he'd lost his dentistry practice license when it was oh, discovered no. that he was stealing laughing gas Yikes. from his dentistry profession. It got dark. It, he did. It's very unfortunate. The, the last I heard of Herbie, he was actually running a food truck business down in Tampa, Florida. Oh, well, that's oh, nice. Oh, oh, that's oh. very it is unfortunately it was uh, snow cones and it's very hot it was melting uh because they didn't have umbrellas i don't know if you're familiar with the idea that the only thing you need to protect 
uh, ice from the sun is an umbrella. Well, that's not true. I mean, in Florida, it's very warm, so it's probably just the temperature in the air that's oh, melting oh, the snow. Oh, cone. oh, oh, do anyway, not I question digress. me lest yeah. you find yourself on the naughty list, <laughs> oh, little girl. Yeah, I probably am already on the naughty list. But anyway, you know, I, I really appreciate your candor. That was that was a great interview, and, and thank you so much for being here. You know, I wanted to give you an opportunity. Would you like to offer a closing statement for our listeners? Oh, certainly. I, I certainly, I appreciate you having me on the show and, and uh, commenting on my turn in this special. I remember it fondly. There was uh, wonderful craft services I found for this particular filming, much better than some others that I've I've seen. And, and uh, you know, with fond memories for me of this particular episode. But I must, I must go away. I have much preparation to do for Christmas this year. I have to put together all of the toys and fly around. And then I've got a lot of drinking I need to take care of after Christmas is finished. Well, that, that makes oh, sense. Oh, 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 yeah, and, oh, and I, see, oh. I see Cliff is coming Chocolate back. Chocolate milk, from, of, course. of course. Children, chocolate milk. <laughs> and eggnog, of course. No, eggnog is disgusting. Chocolate milk. <laughs> Only. Oh, right. oh, oh, oh. Well, yeah, I see. I see. Cliff is coming back from. I know you had to double park your sleigh. Oh, oh, that's true. I must. I must away though, Colin. All right. Well, thank you for coming. We really appreciate, it, and uh, thank you for joining us. We'll take your expert testimony into consideration. Oh, oh, thank you. All right. Well, that was that was incredible. I don't. I don't know. Oh, oh, Cliff, you're hey, you're I'm, back. I'm back. I'm, I'm oh, back. You I missed just, it. Yeah, I I, I missed it. I, <gasps> Santa's double parked. I had to repark his sleigh. Well, that's disappointing. You just had to leave. Well, the security. Did you hear the alarm? going off out there the security no. system on a sleigh is ridiculous yeah i believe that you don't want to steal you don't want someone stealing it well it's true well hopefully he answered your questions he i will say he didn't try to evade too many of them but no. I'm, I'm surprised to hear his answers all on right some well, of them. We'll, we'll see i'll just see if it changes your your score and your judgment here but uh, with, with that i guess we'll go ahead and and, uh, and wrap up our expert testimony segment all right so now that expert testimony is done we'll, we'll go ahead and, and move on to one of my favorite parts of the show. This is closing arguments. Are you ready? I am ready. All right. So closing arguments, of course, is the part of our podcast where we give one final impassioned plea about our thoughts on the subject of today, which, of course, is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, if you're just... Uh, tuning in, which podcasts don't work that way. But nonetheless, <laughs> and then we're going to give it a score. Yeah. Uh, the scores uh, we're going to give it are zero to five uh, snowflakes yep. in, in today's case for our, our Christmas special. And then True Star Search fashion, we're going to combine those two scores to give it a grand total out of 10. Uh, and then we'll put it up on our leaderboard. It's a little bit different, but we put our specials in there too, so you can pair it to the score uh, that we've given other other things that we've reviewed here on our on our website. So with that, we'll, we'll go ahead and jump into it. Uh, Colin, would you like to go first? I, yeah, I would be happy to. I will say, this was a delight. Okay. Yeah. I um, It was sillier than I remember, which is always great. Uh, and it, like I mentioned in the Dundies, it established and kind of solidified this very specific Christmas aesthetic, which I happen to love. This this sort of playful animation and the, and the colors and, and the sort of tactile quality of all the imagery. I just love it. It's, it's very festive to mm-hmm. me. The, the show did lose some points, of course, for how mean everyone was, mm-hmm. kind of as a default, and how they really only started to like Rudolph when he saved the day, which okay. is not the lesson. The lesson is not, hey, don't be mean to people in case they're useful. The lesson is, don't be mean to people. Mm-hmm. Just that's, treat everyone the way true. you would want to be treated. That's true. It's the golden yep. rule. Absolutely. And, you know, I mentioned the problems with women, but, you know, ultimately... Overall, the show was uh, a nostalgic treat. So for all those reasons, I gave it four stars. Okay. All right. That's 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 a pretty good score. So, it is a pretty good score. Uh, so mine, it's a little bit shorter, but something something similar, I think. So I, I wrote, while the special is a bit problematic, 
in some areas. Overall, it ages pretty well. I think, mean, particularly with the lesson it tries to kind of tie up at the end, I think translates pretty well. Uh, it's all ages humor, which which I like, especially for these older specials. Like that's not very common. Like now, it's not uncommon. Like you'll go to see a, a kids movie and they work in a lot of like all ages jokes and things, and it can at least be entertaining for adults to watch. I, I think this special has plenty of that in there. Like it's got some some mixed stuff. And the lessons, of course, are pretty good. I gave it plus 0.2 snowflakes for uh, general dentistry promotion. Sure. Yeah. I think that was helpful. It starts off as kind of a uh, dentistry as a punchline and turns into something very important yeah, in the scheme of, of the show. I gave it a negative 0.5 snowflakes, a half a snowflake for Santa and Mrs. Claus saying Mama and Papa. All right. Just, <laughs> Fair just, just creepy. Yeah. Well, and, and you missed it, but we learned it's it's probably a lot creepier than you think. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> oh, I'll have <laughs> to. I'm interested to listen to that back. Yeah. yeah. That, you know, that was a really strange, good uh, for strange them. setup. You know, but good for them. Overall, landed on a score of, of this may be the closest we've ever come to a, a score. I gave it a 3.9. Oh, yeah, yeah, we are right in line. Yeah. It's amazing. Usually I'm the tough but fair judge, That's but true. today I was a little bit higher. That's true. So it gives it a, a grand total of 7.9. That's correct. Snowflakes. That's right. AKA stars, which is a pretty high score for a that special. High. High, which I, I think deservedly so. So, yeah. all right. So we'll record that in our, our big list of showdown scores. Uh, and then we'll uh, take a quick break while we, while we fill out all that paperwork. But don't go away because when we come back, we're going to play some games. Welcome back to the showdown. It's our holiday special. That's right. Colin, we're talking about Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and it's time for my very favorite Mine too. part of the show. Maybe yep. my very favorite thing in the whole world. It's time for bonus rounds. Are you yep. ready to play? I am ready. All right, here Let's we go. Let's do it. So bonus rounds, of course, is the part of our podcast where we're going to play some games right. and we're going to crown a champion. That's right. Of the Christmas episode. The Christmas champion. The holiday special. Holiday champion. Also, also perhaps a Hanukkah champion. Yeah, that's right. Perhaps a Kwanzaa champion. Sure. Perhaps just I like the holidays because it's going to snow Happy a little bit. Happy New Year. Bit. You yeah. know? Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. All sorts of fun stuff. So what we're going to do is we're going to play three rounds of yep. games. We have a big wheel here that we're going to spin. It's got about 20 games or so yep. on it that we are very stupid, but that we've come up that's with. what we like about them. We like to play. Uh, and we're going to play three rounds. The best two out of three that's will right. be crowned the champion of the Christmas episode. Really important. It is really important. It's really Really important. It's very special. All right, so we're going to go ahead and start. Uh, would you like to spin first? I, I as, would as love is to. our tradition? Yes. Here right, we go. Go ahead. Okay, here we go. Oh boy. Oh, this is a good one. All right, so we've landed on a game called Spin City. So Spin City, I love that theme song. So yep. uh, Spin City, how many of our listeners do you think have no idea what Spin City is? Uh, I, don't, I don't know, but you all should add us. A lot, probably. To let us know. Yeah. Hashtag spin or spout. Okay, no, that's not. <laughs> I don't think that's doing it. Okay. Sorry. Get it in or out? We just lost like. Yeah, sorry you know, everybody. We just lost all four listeners. Not sorry. So, so Spin City is a game where we very simply try and come up with what... Our spinoff would yeah. be from this this, this Christmas special, normally sure. in a, a, a series, but uh, kind of describe what we think the, the spinoff would, would look like. So would you like to go first? I would love to. All right, you go ahead. Mine is going to star someone that you know and love, 
Mr. Yukon Cornelius. Mm -hmm. This is going to be kind of a Bear Grylls style outdoor show. We're just going to follow him throughout his life and see him. He's going to talk to us. He's going to talk to the camera. He's going to talk to the audience. He's going to tell us what he's doing. Mm -hmm. He's going to tell us what his day looks like mm -hmm. and, you know, what that involves. His search for gold, his search okay. for silver. This is a reality show. This is a, this is a reality show. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's The working title is... You can do it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, and, you know, it's just going to be... Well, you're learning with these games. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you got to have a title. You got to yeah. have a title. Yeah. It's a good one, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. You're selling it. Yeah. It's yeah. a good one. It's pretty good. Um, and, you know, it could air on the Discovery Network. It could air on History Network. Any of those. It's mm -hmm. it's it's going to be great. And and then it's going to be sponsored by Just for Men Beard mm -hmm. Coloring, whatever. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's got that, got so that beard. There's a sponsor, too. Okay. That's right. Man, this is. Uh, What's your answer? This is already it's ready to be greenlit. So yeah. my answer, I think my answer is, is pretty good. Yeah. So I don't know if it's, it's quite as good. We'll see. Yeah. We're gonna see. We're gonna so see mine, I think, is is inspired by all of the other kid reindeer uh, that are showing up for the reindeer games that are that are making fun of, of Rudolph and and essentially drive him away. It's about those some of those reindeer from that pack. It's a spinoff uh, called Onto Reindeer, okay. and it's in the it's in the tradition of Entourage. Oh it's similar, but it's a it's about four of those reindeer. One of them uh, being a, a movie star, and the others traveling to Los Angeles, sure. specifically, uh, and generally getting into trouble and, and, and misbehaving, uh, much in the in the uh, the mold of, of Entourage and, right. and one of and Ballers, one of sure. my, my favorite, or as I call it, Spontourage. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, one one of the great shows of our <laughs> of our time. It's it, it follows those reindeer and their and their exploits. I feel like those, uh, you, you put it correctly earlier in the show when you described them as blank boys. Yep. <laughs> uh, because that's what they be. Yep. So that's my answer. I'll, All you know, right. uh, But again, I think it. I think the ideas are similar in quality. Sure. I think the titles are not. I think okay. UConn Do It is a better title. Oh, thank you. And I have a soft spot, obviously, for UConn Cordelius. Yeah, he is, would. he is, you know, an amazing Fella. And so, so I think first Sean goes to Colin. I think Thank that's, you so yeah. much. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. So I'm behind. I gotta. You know, right. I, I You're gotta, the underdog. I'm gonna see what's gonna You're happen. You're misfit here. toy right now. I, I well, what else is new? So, uh, <laughs> so I'll go ahead and spin the wheel. We're gonna yep. play round two. And yep. I, this is this is for it. I gotta come back and do it. So I'm gonna that's give right. it a spin. Here I go. Oh boy. Okay. All right. This is one of my very favorite games. Yep. This is Who Wants to Be a Martindale. So this game is maybe our dumbest game. Oh yeah, for uh, sure. But it's it's uh, about beloved character actress Margot Martindale, who is in everything you've ever loved. Yes. On television and, and, and on film, yeah. in some cases. Uh, and in the game for us is specifically uh, we're going to turn over one part in this subject, uh, this special in this case, to actress Margot Martindale. She's going to kill it. And we need to describe what that part is and why it will be given to her in the yep. context of this special. So I'll, I'll go first Please if you do. like. So Margot Martindale could play any part in anything ever. Yep. I think that's been well established. <laughs> she is amazing. Uh -huh. And in a non-ironic way, by the way, I think we, we no, get some flag on this. Her. Like We, yeah, just, we genuinely incredible. love Margot Martindale. But yeah. I, I think in this context... She's going to be given a part that doesn't exist in the special as it stands now. It's a okay. new part written for her, uh, and it is uh, Mrs. Cornelius. Okay. She will be playing the the better half of Yukon Cornelius, sure. and I see it as a very uh, Mags Bennett type role uh -huh. from Justified, where she is because Yukon Cornelius clearly comes from a 
a rural area. Yeah, he's got a weather somewhere. Test. Maybe it's, you know, rural Kentucky. Maybe it's not, but, you know, it's probably Alaska somewhere. But I, I see Margot Martindale playing the part of what makes Yukon Cornelius himself. I think he's a bit of a rogue character. He's got an unexplained firearm that he's carrying around <laughs> children for some unknown reason. Uh, he's hunting for gold out in the middle of the North Pole. He's an explorer. I, so I, I see her as the, the, she seems to have the chops to be able to play the part that explains how such a strong character as Yukon Cornelius came to be. I think there's an element of thievery involved sure. there. There's some there's some criminal elements going on, which again, yeah. she's very good at kind of balancing those those parts, explains why there are guns involved uh, in a children's special. Uh, and that's what I would like to see. I think there's another there's a there's another 30 minutes worth of story built into this special just supported by the the uh, the acting prowess of Margot Martindale and why Yukon Cornelius is uh, is the way he is. I love it. I would watch it. Okay. I think it's great. Uh, mine, mine is similarly pulling off of Margot Martindale's classic role, Mags Bennett. Oh boy. In Justified. Okay. Yeah. And uh, for for her acting chops in that, I have I have given her the role of Santa Claus. Okay. Because they wow. are wow going for it. They okay. are both ruthless. Uh huh. And they need to do what needs to be done. Sure. And she a conflicted character. Absolutely. No yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. She can do it. She's gonna she's gonna bring much more dimension into this role. Okay. Than currently mm-hmm. is played by the cotton ball eyebrow wow. guy. Okay. Anything else? Is nope. that is there more answer? He's gone already. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's the end. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, if that's your answer, then I is as as much as I would like to see Margot Martindale play any part in everything, yeah. I, th- I would watch her. I think her, you won. I would watch her play all the parts. Sure. I, I, I feel like mine. Yeah, I think you won. That's fair. Add yeah. some some more levels to the show. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well then. Well then. I'll, I'll happily take that that win. I'm I'm proud of uh, of my effort there. But what that does mean, Colin, is that we're going to go to a it's decisive head head. round three. That's it doesn't right. always happen here. There's some not. blowouts, and it's. Again, for the championship uh, holiday episode trophy. Yeah, it's a it's a scarf actually sure, yeah. this this time around. It's a championship it's, scarf, but it's it's made out of uh, solid gold, which is very uncomfortable um, not, and heavy. Yeah. Nonetheless, uh, somebody's going to win it. And uh, if you, would you like to go ahead and spin? I the would love the to, farm please, box? please. Oh boy. Okay. okay. All right. We've landed on perhaps an appropriate way to end this holiday so. episode, as as most Christmases tend to end. Uh, this is cocktails. So it's I've, really hard. You think it's easy, but it's hard. A, a thousand apologies. Okay. I, I don't even know how to apologize enough for that. But okay. uh, wow. It's, it's harder okay. than it seems. So, All right. so cocktails is a game. Again, it's pretty, pretty basic. We suggest what the perfect beverage pairing is. For watching this episode, if you're yeah. going to sit down and oh, this this special, Colin, would you like to go first? I would love to, and I think I've got a great answer. Okay, I think you're not going to want to drink it, but I think it's the perfect answer. Okay, so I I was thinking, oh, you know, there are a lot of traditional holiday beverages, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to name any of them, but you know, I'm sure you I'm sure you have some mm-hmm. in mind that you're you're picturing right now. Yeah. 
But I didn't want to go that route. I wanted to go a little bit different. I wanted to say, okay, this is set in 1964, produced in 1964, mm. uh, and and so we want a drink that's a little bit retro, right? That feels a little bit specific to that time period. Uh-huh. <laughs> I also wanted something that would bring together the balsam. You know this is an hour podcast, right? I do okay. know this is an hour, right. but I have to explain this mm-hmm. because I think it's the perfect drink. Okay. I wanted to pull together the balsam flavors that are traditional for Christmas, uh-huh. but also a little bit of the lime that pulls in the aesthetic of the show. I'd just like to help our, our listeners by saying Colin's been watching a lot of cooking shows lately. <laughs> in case that's not coming through. She's she's about to use the word flavors about a dozen times. I'm in a not row. gonna apologize for okay. my explanation. So please continue. Drink. I'm enjoying it. Just... So the drink I have selected, again, it's a little bit retro. It's got gin and lime. It is a gimlet. Okay. Disgusting. Uh, you know how not, I, you know how I feel about gin. I know, but it's got gin has that evergreen taste, mm-hmm. and it's got lime in it, which which pulls together the lime of the show. Yeah, the colors. Okay. And it's, <laughs> okay. Okay. That's my answer, Gimlet. I think it's perfect. Okay. All right. Well, I'll give you my answer. Tell my, me your answer. Mine is just is more about shaming your answer no don't do that uh, which that's is not, this is that's not festive. this is a children's i know that's what i'm saying it's a cocktail Santa. so you're it's suggesting that children drink gin no, well, that's to, i no, think that's I'm what's happening here that their parents drink gimlet i okay it's your i don't even know where to start that's it's so inappropriate it's called cocktail it's so inappropriate my my Ooh. suggestion yeah well, anything can be a cocktail my okay, suggestion that's not true uh is is good old-fashioned traditional whole milk and probably Ugh. with some cookies, they're gonna drink a glass, Ugh. maybe buttermilk. I don't know. Uh, it's what? What's the thickest uh, possible milk you can have? Disgusting. We're we're gonna mix some cottage cheese in there, no, and it's gonna be why? great because it's Christmas time, and that's Just what say you eggnog. do. Because children have, are growing kids; they need no. they need the vitamin. No, aren't you not D? recommend? Is that in there? Vitamin, yeah, vitamin D, calcium. Calcium. Yeah, they there. need that calcium. So that's right. that's I my. I think I'm the winner. That's my suggestion. Is I think I'm the winner. Is milk? Well, I, I'm Colin. You have you have literally thrown down the gauntlet in saying that kids should be chugging gin. I did not say that. I'm I saying apologize to our listeners. No, no, let's go. We're, we're going to have to go to the live poll. It's a retro drink. Well, there's some controversy here. We're going to have right. to go to the live poll and see what's what's going on. Oh, here. what do you and know? I can see the live poll results, a, and it looks like a, I won. No, there's a, you can't. My you cannot see the screen that I'm looking at right it's now. It's reflecting it's a, in your glasses. The integrity of the poll uh, is is of utmost importance here, and okay. I can see it, it's a the it's a tight race, but it's it's well, it's starting to skew now uh, a little bit and it looks like a lot of the comments that are coming in based on the voting are that people are uh, very upset about the suggestion of, of God's cheese in their milk. Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, that's gross. They, <laughs> apparently that's, I don't know that's why gross. people are so upset about it, it's, but it, it looks like, it looks like Colin is the winner of the third <gasps> round here, which I'm shocked given your, your upsetting suggestion. No, I'm uh, not saying about, that children should drink alcohol. Okay. I'm not. Because you just did. I'm so, saying that And you've been rewarded, but nonetheless. 21 and over should drink a Gimlet. Here's your golden scarf. Oh, thank you. Uh, oh, wow. Oh, it's heavy. Oh, Okay, well, ouch. be careful. You're going to. Yikes. Yeah. That, that hurts my neck a lot. Uh-huh. You're going to hurt your, your acting bone if yes. you <laughs> Okay. Uh, 
Um, I think I already did. Yeah. So so that's so so Colin is the is the champion of our Christmas episode. It's going to be a wonderful holiday season because uh, she will be able to wear this golden scarf. If you see that's her out right. about wearing it, feel free to congratulate her. Um, and with that, that's... Maybe tighten up my neck brace. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the end of our holiday episode. This was a lot of happy fun. Happy holidays, everyone. Yeah, happy holidays, everybody. Uh, we to hope you everybody and has, yours. Yeah, we hope everybody has a really great holiday season and enjoy it. Uh, we'll be back after the holidays, of course, with our normal uh, format, which I know everybody's Ready to go, uh, but I will say the next the next uh, subject matter is we're going to start watching it here immediately. Is out just to tease a little bit is going to be real rough. I've enjoyed. It's it. going to be really I'm rough. Excited about so it. we'll we'll yep. announce that here via our, our, our Twitter uh, account not not too long from now. But but for now, I, we'd want to thank everybody for joining us here for this uh, episode. We hope you had a good time. We always have a good time making this show. Of course, please make sure to come visit us at www.showdownpodcast.com and check out. All of our content, you can listen to past episodes, you can check out the rankings, you can talk to us, all sorts of fun stuff. Uh, you can also give us a shout on Twitter at The Showdown 6. And as always, I'm Cliff. I'm Colin. And this is The Showdown signing off.